Hey guys, we're back. Did you miss us? Because we missed you. <laughs> End scene. What is that? Is that a thing from, it's from the Kardashians? That's yeah. from the Kardashians. Yeah. Okay, I had no idea. I, I was gonna roll with it. I just wanted to live my Kardashian moment. I loved. It. I felt. I felt like we lived that moment. That was. That was our moment. Our time to Thank shine. Thank you. Amazing. Welcome back to another episode of Drinks After Work. I'm Shannon and I'm Gail. Oh, we did miss you guys last week. Super much. We honestly forgot to tell the baddies. Like, I know we said Peter was going on vacation, but we missed like one minor little detail. And that's that you were going to London <laughs> with your family. And You know what's funny and what kind of what I love about the podcast and what I love about us is we will spend... 45 minutes to an hour talking about like random shit and we'll mm -hmm. give updates on things like yeah you know I was like driving into work and I couldn't help but think about the fact that you know winter is the best season but we won't actually talk about things like you know milestones like big trips we have coming <laughs> up like actually exciting things and that's kind of why I love it I think I know literally the second we stopped recording two weeks ago last week's episode we were like, shit, we forgot to tell them about London. Yeah. And we've, we've done that before. <laughs> we've not mentioned, like when we went to Call Her Daddy, have we even talked about that? No. How weird is that? Like I we know. literally went to the Call Her Daddy, like Boston first, show. first ever live show that Alex Cooper has done. In the history of her live shows. Yeah. And like the two of us went and we had a blast and we never talked about it on the podcast. That's just so weird. I know. That's something we would talk about. I know. And it was really good, by the way. It was. And I know you're sad we didn't go to the one where Dave Portnoy showed up. Stop. I Don't know. remind me. I know. Enough about Alex Cooper. As much as I love her, I love you more. And I think you have something to tell the baddies. Eek. I am engaged. I. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> it is such a funny thing because I feel like saying those words like I know this isn't the case but I'm almost like am I bragging about something like it feels Stop like weird like I feel like my hands like I don't know what to do with my fingers like my I feel like I'm blushing you I don't should know how to, be blushing if people are like excited I'm like what do, like what do I say people are like oh my gosh I'm like ah like what what do I do you know and then when people compliment the ring if they're like oh my gosh, like I love the ring. I'm like, thank you. And then I remember that I'm not the one who bought it. So there's just like a lot of things where I don't know what the rules are. Like, I don't know what etiquette is. I'm just like trying to figure it out, you know? First timer over here. First timer over <laughs> here. <laughs> I think that's totally normal though. I think this is new territory. It's new. And it can, you can make it whatever you want. There's no that's, wrong answer. That's so true. I love that you said that. I'm a big believer of that in general. Like, when it comes to relationships, the type of wedding you want to have, anything like that, it's like, it's your life. Make it what you want it to be. Okay, you know, Hannah Montana, life's what you make it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's you make get, it rock. Yeah, exactly. Like the you get rock the, on your finger, baby. Oh. Woo. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm this, excited. I haven't seen you. We haven't seen. Like, we've kind of forgot to tell the baddies that you're going to London. I know. Like, I know. Oops. We like, <laughs> why did we do that? We forgot to tell them. So, this is literally our first time seeing each other mm -hmm. since I've gotten back from my trip, since I've gotten engaged. The only time we saw each other was on a FaceTime and I was out and about in the city like telling yep. you about it. So it's this is kind of fun because um, for everyone listening, we like specifically set this episode up so that like we haven't talked about the details yet. So like this is new information for you. Yep. And we're going to just go through it together. True girls, 
girl talk styles. I'm yes. excited. Baddies, we're in for a treat. We're here for the first time together. A baby. Okay, but before we get into the proposal, Ooh. I think we should, you know, rewind, go back in time. Okay, like so like a few months. No, I'm talking years. So oh. you and Michael have been together for like 10 years. Almost. 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 So you met- I always feel so funny. Like when I tell people that, they look at me like I'm insane. No, it's not like you and your boyfriend have been together for like a few. I'm like 10, almost. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So did you meet in 2013, 2014? I can't do that. Let me paint the picture for you. Okay. So let's do it. I'm a freshman in college. I'm wandering through my life, making some really bad decisions. I had just broken up with, well, actually not just, but. Um, I graduated high school, broke up with my high school boyfriend. Um, the one I've talked about in the pod before with blonde girl, like <laughs> God bless. Um, and it was, yeah, fr- freshman year, like in a sorority, hobbling around, like not really dating kind of whatever. And I'll never forget it. Um, it literally feels like I was yesterday. I was in my friend Brenna's dorm room. Um, because I feel like she was like the communal dorm room that everyone would hang out in. So it was like mm-hmm. me and two of my friends, sitting on either side of me. I think it was Kayla and Liv, which is so funny because I just saw Liv in London. So like full Aww. circle. Um, but Brenna wasn't in the room. Like it was, we were in her room without her because that's what we did. <laughs> and I'll never forget, all of a sudden there's like a knock on this door and it's like the, towards the end of freshman year. So I want to say like maybe April of freshman year. And this guy walks in and he's just like, he's like, hey, like is Brenna here? Like I want to borrow her study guide. And we were like, no, she's not. And I remember seeing him and we like made eye contact. And in my head, I was like, that's, that's him. Like the guy with the study guide was Michael. Yeah. I was like, that is like, that's him. Like, that's it. And I remember he walked out and I looked at my friends and I was like, who is that? And they were like, oh, that's like his last name is Titlebaum. They were like, that's Titty. That's what they called him. And in college, (laughs) they were like, that's Titty. I was like, okay, I don't care what his name is. That's interesting. But like he's so cute like how have I never met him before Michael had an internship freshman year so he'd be like gone a lot most weekends I think with my sorority it's so weird we talk about this to this day we were in the same group of friends so he like was friends with all my girlfriends but I never met him the entire year he was also like in a relationship for like a good half of like the first year so I think there was like a reason we never met maybe we would have just been friends or something um so yeah, that was like the first time I saw him. It's so funny because he tells the story about the first time he saw me, which was literally like six months before then. He said that he saw this girl that was super frantic with like hair <laughs> flying all over the place. She was late for class. Running you late? With like 10 bags in her hands, like dropping books all over the place. And he held the door for me. And apparently I looked at him and didn't say thank you. And he was like, I remember thinking like, she's so pretty, but she, what a bitch. <laughs> I don't I don't remember that like in my defense but anyways those are like the both the times we saw each other I after seeing him was like oh I, I'm gonna marry him and I would like for you guys to like organize like a meet and greet like I said that to my Stop. friends I was like I'm gonna trick him into um wanting to date me like I was pretty I was pretty like bought in so <laughs> I remember like I asked my friends to like essentially host a pregame and invite everyone that they knew and like make sure he would come. And if he couldn't go, cancel the pregame. Basically, <laughs> like I was being like full on. Con- I was being kind of crazy. Like, I don't know what got into me. I wasn't usually like 
that with guys. Actually, I was never like that. But for some reason, I was like, no, like we need to meet each other. And um, so it was, again, at Brenna's, Brenna's dorm room, she hosted a pregame and he was there. And then casually, we just kind of started talking to each other. I was drinking champagne and he was like, what? He was like, oh, you're drinking champagne? And I was like, yeah. He's like, and I was like, you're drinking beer? He was like, well, it's the champagne of beers. <laughs> and that was it. That was it. And that's like, we started talking right after that end of freshman year. Um, and pretty immediately. So like, you exchanged numbers that night? Yeah, we exchanged numbers that night. Um, we went on like, our first date to the Gaslight in Portsmouth. Very cute. <laughs> and then um, that summer, we like officially started dating. So literally for the rest of college, so fresh sophomore, junior and senior year, we dated and that's kind of like, you know, we became this like big friend group, like his guy friends, my girlfriends, like we all became this big friend group. And it's fun because a lot of them like we're, we're all still together to this day. So yeah, it's been a, it's been a journey. Now I'm not going to like paint it like, you know, obviously we've been through like a lot of shit. Like when we graduated um, college, we went through a period of time where we didn't date for a few months. Like we were just trying to figure our lives out. We always talk about it now, how like, you know, when you're in college, it's like this artificial environment kind of where it's not the real world yeah we had the same group of friends we were also like children like we basically grew up together um we would go to class and we'd just like watch netflix all day go to the bars with all of our friends every night and i feel like when we graduated all of a sudden it's like who do i want to be what type of career do i want to have what city do i want to live in you know what i mean like i'm going to prioritize my job i want to travel and we always say that like we didn't know if we were aligned um when we graduated college but then I feel like when we, you know, did break up for a little while, like he's the only guy I've never been able to get over Aww. ever. Um, I feel like I usually, if I got out of a relationship, I would move on. I wouldn't look back with Michael. I, I could never, ever get over him. Like he just, he was the person that I just, the first time I ever, you know, walked away from someone and was like, I made a huge mistake. Like I wish I was with him. And um, I think I always could see like a future with him, like even during like the few months we weren't together. So um, yeah, I think we got back together, like honestly, like shortly after that. And we've been dating ever since. But I think that's kind of why, like when I tell people we've been together for almost 10 years, it's it doesn't feel like a true 10 to me because they're like four, three to four years in college. Don't, I mean, they count, but again, it's such a mean. different era. And then when we broke mean. up, when we started dating again, like that's kind of what I really count as like our adult relationship. Cause I feel like we became such different people in a good way. And those two people were like compatible again. So mm. yeah, that's like, I guess like our like full story. I feel like I've never actually told it on the pod. I know. That's why I thought now is the perfect time. <laughs> now is the time. Okay. So let's fast forward to, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Six months ago, however many months ago, when you decided you were going to go to London. Tell yes. the baddies a little bit about the purpose of this trip, you bringing your family there. Yeah. Um, so I decided, yeah, probably six or seven months ago that I wanted to plan a trip. Mm -hmm. um, basically, um, my job is super honestly taxing not just on myself but like on every person that I love including you like <laughs> the amount of times I've had to cancel plans I'm late to everything I tell people I'm gonna leave work at six I don't end up leaving till 7 30 it's just it's a lot and I, I love it but it's been it's been 
a journey. And I feel like through the past, like, I don't even know, like, I think six years I've been working there. Yeah, six. Specifically, my family and Michael, like, have had to deal with a lot. Like, during the pandemic, I went through a really hard time. They were always there for me. They were the people I called on my drive home, like, crying if I had a bad day. So, I just felt like I was in a good place, you know, in my career. I kind of came out the other end. I was feeling good. And I was like, I want to do something to kind of say thank you to them for um, honestly, like everything they've done for me my entire life, which I don't think I could ever fully say thank you enough. Like they're the best support system ever. But I wanted to plan a trip to London, like my favorite city in the world. um, And I wanted to bring my family and Michael there. So um, I had kind of like planned this out. It was a kind of surprise and yeah, that was kind of, that was kind of the plan. And that's also why I didn't suspect that I would get proposed to um, because it was a trip that like I had planned, like, um, which was very rare, but obviously, as you know, Michael's usually the planner in the relationship. He does everything. So I was the one kind of spearheading like, Hey, like I want to go to this restaurant. This is what I want to do. This is what I want to see. I had like booked, you know, everything, with Michael's help, of course, but I didn't expect anything from it because in my mind it was like, oh, my trip, like with my family and, you know, Michael right. too. So, yeah. So, baddies, there you have it. Did she know? <laughs> no. 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 And there's Literally, more reasons why I didn't know, but that, our, that's the main one. Our number one most asked question, I put up a Q&A on our Instagram story. If you guys don't follow us, it's at drinksafterwork underscore. Um, basically asking you guys what questions you want to know. And that was the number one most asked question. Yeah, that so was there the one you I, have got, it. I feel like I got asked a ton, which honestly, I'm with all you guys. It looked very suspicious. The all white outfit, the nails that perfectly matched like the <laughs> ring. Like it was just a little too. And honestly, when I see girls who are wearing white for their proposals, I'm like, oh, she, she knew. knew. Yeah. But like I was wearing white and I didn't know. So we can get into that more. But yeah. Funny. Yeah. Okay. So. Let's get into it. Yes. Okay. So basically, um, I was in I was in London for um, you know, obviously for for the week. And for the first few days, we really just were like going out to dinners, like sightseeing, going to pubs, like doing all the fun stuff with my family. So it was um like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, doing all that stuff. Um my dad, so this is like, my dad's so smart. Like he, he was like so sly the way he did this, but he called me like a week before the trip. And he was like, while we're in London, I have to meet with one of my clients on Saturday. Um, he's like, I'm going to pop by, see them. Um, and I'm going to bring your mom, which is not unlike him. Like when we have traveled places in the past, I feel like my dad meeting with, um, a client of his would be normal. My parents own, um, a business together. It's a carpet business. If you're ever in the market, lindasbarn.com, shameless <laughs> plug. Um, so they, um, they have clients like kind of like all over the place. So he was like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to meet with someone while I'm there. And I was like, all right, sounds good. Um, didn't think anything of it. We had high tea reservations at, I think it was like 2 30 PM. And my dad's like, I'm going to leave like at noon. I was like, cool. So the night before Saturday, so Friday night, we're at this really nice restaurant and um, my parents, or no, it was, yeah, I think, I think it was Friday night. My parents look at me and they're like, thank you so much for this trip. We've been trying to find a way to say thank you for like planning this. And 
um, you know, when we were in London, like years and years ago, we went to this place, like the Duke hotel, they have really nice cocktails there. And we kind of arranged for you guys to get like a champagne toast, like some specialty cocktails, like to say, thank you like, as a way to say, thank you for this trip. Like, you know, so while we go to see this client tomorrow, like you guys can go there and then we can all meet up around 3 PM for high tea question. Yeah. Where was Bianca during this? Was she was she with at your parents or with you. So in this moment, um, in this moment, she was with us. Okay. Yeah. So, um, in this moment, it was just like, I knew my dad was going to see this client. My mom was like, Oh yeah, like I'll probably go too Cause we work together. And my sister hadn't said anything yet. And they were just like, yeah, we're going to go do this tomorrow. But Hey, like we want to say thank you. So why don't you okay. guys go there? Um, which I don't know, maybe that's like people listening. Maybe you'd hear <laughs> that and be like, that's really suspicious. Maybe I'm a lot more gullible than I thought I was. <laughs> it didn't seem weird though. Cause again, like my parents, it would make sense for them to like all week they were like, Oh, like we want to find a way of like saying thank you for this trip. So like them organizing something like sweet for me is like, it's totally something they would do. So Absolutely. I didn't think anything of it. No one was acting suspicious. And I was just like, Oh, okay. Like, thank you guys so much. That's so sweet of you. Um, whatever. And like, they were the ones spearheading it. So anyways, I wake up in the morning and I'm, you know, I'm getting ready for high tea cause we were going to go straight from this, like you know, champagne toast, like wine tasting thing to go to high tea. So I like, wait, what? Okay. I want to know every single minute. So what time was the, <laughs> the drinks reservation? Um, it was at one. Okay. And what time was high tea? Uh, I think it was like either it was, I think like two 30. Okay. Yeah. All right. Two 30. So, um, I had to be at this like Duke's hotel place at one. That's all I knew. Um, so I was getting ready for high tea and it's so funny because that white outfit I was wearing was specifically planned by my sister. She's literally a genius. Um, for the past two years, like my sister has way better style than I do. I always tell her, I'm like, you are a genius. I want you to go shopping, buy things for me and Venmo requests me. Like I can't shop for myself. I need you to do it. So she, I'm always asking her to like to buy things and just like Venmo requests me all the time when she's out shopping. So I was like, Bianca, um, please help me with high tea. So she went shopping like a few weeks before the trip and she like casually had on this like really cute white outfit sent me a picture and was like hey would you like this for high tea and I was like perfect buy that one so again like that didn't seem weird at all even though it was white but like it was I don't know whatever so the morning of like I put that outfit on I'm like literally filming a get ready with me TikTok how embarrassing haven't posted it yet <laughs> obviously I stopped but um I was like filming a TikTok, like everyone was kind of leaving me alone. No one was acting weird or suspicious. The only thing my sister said was she was like, oh my gosh, I loved your makeup that you did last night. Like you should do that for high tea. But it was so easy for her to just blame everything on high what, tea. What was the makeup look? I don't know. I just like wore like some eyeshadow and just did things I don't usually do. And she was like, you look so pretty last night. You should do that again. And okay. I was just like, oh, like, okay. Thinking she wanted me to do her makeup. I was like, oh, do you want me to help you with yours? And she was like, no. I was like, <laughs> okay. Um, so... I get ready and I'm like running out. And of course I'm like running late. So I feel like a lot of this is like perpetuated by the fact that I was running late. So I'm like running out the door. The only thing that I'll say in hindsight that maybe like looking back, I'm like, hmm, like that, that did feel like something is I was leaving and I like, like hugged my family goodbye. And I remember like there was this odd moment where like I hugged my sister, I hugged my mom and I hugged my dad. And it felt like I was like kind of be like a send off in a way. When in reality, like if I was just going to not see them for two hours and I was going to see them at high tea again. Why would it be like hug? Why would it be hugging each other? You know what Something I mean? Something just pulled you to, to, 
I just like hugged. uh, Yeah, but we're huggers. Like, I don't know. So I left. (laughs) Michael and I are walking um, down the street to this place. And all of a sudden, we remember that the biggest ever um, protest for Palestine was happening on that day in, or not the biggest ever, but the biggest ever in London was happening on that day. So there's a hundred thousand people that, you know, flew into to London for the protest. So um we're walking through the street and there's a ton of people and um you know it's it's a huge crowd. So like I'm just getting a little anxious because there's like helicopters like flying above us and everything. So um you know we're just we're walking through. So I think that's kind of why like if Michael was acting weird I wouldn't have noticed because we were just like going through like a ton of people. Um and I was like I, I was looking at Michael and I was like do you think we should keep walking in this direction? Like, should we turn around? And he's like, no, let's just like go down the side street. So eventually we like cut through the side street. And I remember we get to this like really pretty like street. And I was like, this is so beautiful. And um, I like, he's like, okay. He's like, it's right up here. And I saw it. I was like, wow, that building's so pretty. I'm like, I'm gonna get a picture of it. Whip out my phone. I'm like <laughs> taking pictures of it. Michael's like, probably in his head. Like, what is <laughs> like, of course. And I'm like, Michael, get in front of the, get in front of the building. Like, let me get a picture of you. He's like, no. And I'm like, why not? Come on and get a picture. And he's like, Shannon, no. He's like, let's get a picture later. I was like, whatever. Like I put my, like I put my phone down and then I'm like, okay. I'm like, we, um, I was like, all right, so we're going in there. I'm like, so we're just getting champagne again. I was like, what's the plan? Like all of a sudden I think it hit me. I was like, wait, what are we doing? Mm -hmm. Like, we're just getting, I was like, we're getting like a bottle of champagne. Like, what are we doing? And all of a sudden, like, all I remember, like, it's weird because you kind of black out a little bit, but all I remember is like him grabbing both my hands and like kind of turning me to the side and looking at me in the eyes. And he was like, there is no champagne. <gasps> and right when he said that, I don't even know how to describe it, but I got this weird just like, like shiver down my spine. And at first, I think the initial thought I had was like fear. Like, I feel like when someone says to you, like, just stops you in your tracks, my body was like flight. Like, is he about to tell me bad news? Is something like, what, what is this? And all of a sudden he's just like, starts talking. And I don't even know what he said, but I just remember like my entire body shaking. And I was just like trying to formulate it. Um, I think at that point I was probably like, there was a part of my brain that was like, is he proposing? But I don't, I don't know. It's, it's kind of a hard feeling to describe. No one's ever proposed to me before, obviously. <laughs> so I don't think I knew, like my brain was trying to like form a connection. Like what's happening? What's happening? Like how, how do you familiarize this? And the only thing I can think of is like what I've seen in movies or my dreams, right? So I think my body was like, okay, my brain's like, you're in a dream. You're dreaming. This isn't real. This isn't real. No, this isn't happening. You're daydreaming. They're like, nope, you're not here. You're not actually here. You're not here. Like that was my brain. And I just was like so in shock, like trying to process like anything that was happening. And all of a sudden he starts like uttering out the words. He's like, he's like, you're, you are the best part of me. And right when he said that he got down on his knees and I just remember all I could do was just start to cry. Like I just couldn't describe the feeling, but I was just so emotional in that moment. And I didn't, I think at that point, like I realized that he was proposing and everything was moving so fast. And I just was like crying. Like I was just so overwhelmed. <laughs> and I, I don't even know. 
I don't, I don't fully know what he said, but I think it, at some point he said, will you marry me? And I don't think I answered right away because I didn't even know what he was saying. It was like the adrenaline, like everything was moving a million miles a minute. Um, but I did say yes. And then he pulled out the ring. I didn't see the ring for a very long time, but I think this, this sounds so weird to say, um, and I don't know if anyone else can relate to this feeling, but like I've talked pretty openly on the podcast before about like, not, not any time recently, but I think in the past, like having anxiety about, um, you know, about marriage, about like proposals, about all that stuff. And I don't really even know where the anxiety comes from. I think it's just such like, a big moment and not knowing like how I'd like, um, not knowing how I would like feel in that moment, not about Michael, but just about like in general, like marriage and everything like that. And I, I think like all of a sudden I just, I felt so emotional because when he was talking, I was so happy. And then I just remember feeling so thankful that I was happy. And I was just like, every part of my body was just like, yes, like, like this is right. This is what I want. Like, this is who I want to spend my life with. And I just was so thankful that I felt that way because I feel like sometimes my brain just feels like so messed up and like it's all these like random thoughts at all times. But in that moment, like there was no part of me that was like, you know, what are like, what's going on? What am I going to do? Oh my gosh, this is crazy. I just was like, yes, like this is what I want. Like I want to spend my life with this person. Like I'm just so happy and I'm just so thankful and overwhelmed, but like in the best way. Um, so yeah, like I feel like it was just like the easiest decision of my life. And after that happened, um, he like he was trying to put the ring on. My, my fingers were shaking. <laughs> and then um, there was like a photographer that like just came out of nowhere. I guess she and him had like um, exchanged locations beforehand. So um, she was like around and then we like took some pictures. Um, so then after that happened, I was like trying to calm down a little bit. We were like walking around. I was a little dazed. And we were just like kind of chatting and he was like, okay, I think it's time. It'd been like an hour. He was like, it's time to go meet your parents at, um, at high, high tea. So I was like, all right, sounds perfect. We're like walking there. And I was like, I, I was like, I can't believe that like my parents get to be here. I'm so sad. Like yours don't get to be here. Like that, that breaks my heart a little bit. And he was like, he was like, it's okay. Like we're going to see them like next Sunday. And I was like, okay. Like I, I still feel a little bad anyway. So we get to the hotel and we go up there and they bring us into this private room and I walk in and his whole family is standing there next to my whole family. And I just started crying again, like literally sobbing. I remember running into like his mom, um, his mom's arms, his sister's arms and like, just like hugging them, like crying. It was just honestly like one of the most special moments of my life um, that they flew out to be there for it too. I guess they had been in London for multiple days and, and his sister and him had their location shared. So they were making sure that Dodging they were like, each other. yeah, they were making sure they were never at the same place. Like there was one day we were at Harrods and his family was like, we want to go to Harrods. And Michael was like, too bad. We're there right now. Like you can't come. <laughs> So for the next few days, like both of our families, we just spent some time, um, you know, together, um, we saw my friend live, which was like such a blessing. Um, we ended up all going to this like big dinner reservation that night. We went out and about, um, and we just like spent some time together as a family, which was amazing. And, um, I don't know much about proposals, engagements or anything, but like, I think one thing I would recommend, I mean, everyone's different. So I guess it doesn't 
I can't speak for anyone else, but I really liked having that time. Like I, I did tell like a few select people before I like posted anything on Instagram, but I think having a few days just to like enjoy it. You got engaged on, in my opinion, the most magical day, 11-11. Yeah, which I didn't even Make think a of. Wish. No one thought of that. Like so iconic. Ugh. And then you didn't post until Monday. So yeah. You had like three days to just yeah. digest. Which, and honestly, even if it was a week, like there's something about, I feel like that period of time where you, you just got engaged and I don't know, it's just like you just want to spend like so much time together and just like kind of soak it up a little bit. And the thing is, is like, not to sound selfish, like when I, when you post on social media, people reach out to you and they're all saying congrats. And that's so sweet and kind. And I really appreciated that. But obviously like, you know, you're on your phone a lot. You're answering people, you're FaceTiming people. It can be a lot. There is something special about just having some time, you know, Mm -hmm. together. So yeah, it was, it was just really, really, um, really special. And I think, um, I didn't think that things were going to feel different afterwards because Michael and I have been together for so long and I'm like, I know how he feels about me. Right. Like we, we know how we feel about each other. It's weird though. <laughs> I do feel like things are different. I, I, I don't really know how else to describe it, but I think when he asked me to marry him, I was like, wait, like he wants to marry me. Like he wants to spend his life with me. And I think I knew that before, but I feel like someone like, getting on their knee like asking you that question like and I was like oh my gosh like he wants to make me his wife like he wants to spend his life with me it did change things for me like I felt this like sense of like I don't know like responsibility I was like that's I was like that's my man like like he was my man before but I'm like that's like that's my man like I I don't know I just like it I don't know maybe that's weird but it did kind of just change things a little bit (sighs) oh Yeah, so beautiful. It was lovely. Um, But I think, um, I guess, to also answer the question a little bit about why I didn't know, um, (laughs) I think, other than the fact that it was like a family trip, um, there's one like big reason why like I didn't see it coming at all. And that is the ring. Um, So Michael and I had looked at rings. I want to say it was like August mm-hmm. um, at some point um, right before our Paris trip, like a week mm-hmm. before the Paris trip. So he had been asking me for like months to look at rings and I was like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, we definitely will. We definitely will. And then one day he was like, I made an appointment. We're going to look at rings. And I was like, okay, you know me, I need to be like, kind of, I need to be told and like pushed yeah. a little bit. So we went one day to look at rings. And I was like anxious because I get so in my own head. I'm like, what if I like, what if I can't find something I like, or what if I like can't decide? Um, my whole life, I thought I wanted a oval engagement ring. Like ever, like high school, college, always wanted the oval. But then it started becoming so trendy that I was like, I don't want the oval anymore because everyone else is getting the oval, which is such a stupid thing to think about. Now that I think about it, but that was like my vibe. I was like, no, everyone's getting ovals. I had to, I had to pivot. I had to find something else. <laughs> as if like at the time I'm like 22 like no one's trying to propose to me but in my head I'm like I have to pivot (laughs) so I think like after I graduated college all of a sudden I like started seeing like radiance like on Pinterest I was like oh my goodness this is beautiful too like I radiant like that's what I'll do I'll go with the radiant perfect like no one's getting the radiant of course lo and behold like two years later every girl 
is getting the radiant. I think this is just like in the end of the day when you're dating someone for 10 years, like every ring style that you like is probably going to It's going to come and go. Yeah. My mom gave me the best advice. She was like, dude, everyone's going to end up doing everything. So just like pick the thing you like. Like don't base yeah. it around other people, which I'm like, yeah, that was really stupid. And Anyways, it's popular for a reason. Yeah. Like, we say the same and, like, thing. And the trends are always going to change. Like in two years, it could be like, yeah. I don't know, like our parents' rings look so different than ours, like than our generations do. So yeah. anyways, um, I was like, okay, radiant, that's unique. Everyone's getting the radiant. And then a lot of people start getting the radiant. But I've been telling Michael for the past two years, I was like, yeah, I think I'm like a radiant girly, you know? So when we went into trying rings, um, like he had told the um, the owner of the ring shop that, or the jewelry shop that like we were going to look at radiance. So I tried on like five different radiant rings and I like, I liked them, but for some reason, like they didn't look good on my finger, finger I don't think. I, got, I didn't really know how to describe it, but like I felt like they made my finger look like not great. I think that's very like, super aware of you to like recognize that because it's true like I've heard of like I've seen like videos or photos of the same exact stone on like five different hands they look different they all look different so yeah it was weird and Michael actually said that he's like you've never even tried a ring on before how would you even know if you liked it and I was like that's a good point point, so when we went ring shopping it wasn't like oh we're gonna get engaged soon the way he like said it to me was how do you even know what you really like? Like, shouldn't you figure it out, like, what you like, even if it's not for another year or two that we get engaged? And I was like, true. So, yeah, I tried the Radiant on, and I felt that way. But it's weird. I never said that out loud. Like, I just tried them on. I was like, oh, this is really pretty. That's really pretty. But I never once said, oh, like, I actually don't like these. I was like, oh, no, they're nice. And then right before we were going to leave, I looked at um, the guy, um, and I was like, hey, can I just try an oval on just to see? And, like, he gave it to me. I tried it on. And in my heart, I think in that moment, I knew I loved the radium or the, the oval, but I never said that out loud. I never did. I was like, oh, like, that's nice, too. And I was like, all right, <laughs> thank you. And we left. And Wait, I what's on your finger right now? The oval. Oh, so I was okay. like, Ooh. so we left we left the um we left the ring shop and my goal was like so what did you like better like i could like how, like how did you like what do you think and i was like honestly i don't know like they're they're both nice but i couldn't you know me i'm so indecisive yeah so i'm like in my head i'm like i don't know i don't know what so to you pick. didn't give him an what actual I, answer no i was like they're both nice i, was like, I have no <laughs> 50, idea 50 shot, I, was like, I have no idea and he was like what do you mean you have no idea? I was like, I don't know. I was like, I just, I don't know. Like, what if I choose wrong? What if I get a ring and I end up like not it's liking it? It's a huge it? decision. Well, that's you like, have to look at it and like for the rest of your life. Yes. So I was like, and you know me, like big decisions, especially like rest of your life. Look at one ring. What if I choose wrong? So I was just like, honestly, I don't know. They're both nice. And I was like, <laughs> if I don't give him an answer, I have time to figure this out. Like he can't get either ring because he doesn't know what I want. And I now need to figure out what I want because I don't know. Um, so... For the, so that's how I knew, like, when I went to Paris, everyone thought we were going to get engaged. But, like, in my head, I was like, no, we just looked just at rings, went, and I had yeah. no idea what I wanted. There's no way he's going to propose to me. So he didn't. I, I wasn't expecting it. Um, but then for the next, like, three months, like, he kept asking me. He was like, what do you want? And I was like, oh, honestly, I don't I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. I was like, maybe I need to try out more. Maybe I need to, like, buy, like, two rings on Amazon for cheap and, like, wear them each and, like, figure out which one I like more. I actually ordered, like, a Radiant engagement ring off Amazon to see if I'd like it on. I was, like, kind of... I was super confused. But I think, like, deep down, I wanted the oval. But I just, like, didn't know how to tell him that because I've been telling him for, like, years I wanted the Radiant. I was like, I don't want to be a pain in the ass and, like, switch it. And also, I don't want to tell him I want the oval and what if I change my mind. So, anyways, I never, I never told him what I wanted. Moral of the story. He's been asking me for the past, like, literally, like, four or five months. Like, every week. He's like, have you decided, like, what, like, shape you like more? And I'm like, no. So, by the time London came, I still hadn't told him. And 
I like had just gotten a like uh, <laughs> radiant engagement ring like in the mail from Amazon for like thirty bucks. I tried it on. I was like, oh, like, it's kind of <laughs> cute. I guess. Like, I don't know. Like, maybe it could grow on me. <laughs> so Michael's like, spiraling. what is wrong with this girl? Um, and I guess like looking back, he was like super nervous when I ordered yeah. the radiant because he probably was like, is that what she actually wants? I didn't know I was putting him through all that. So. Moral of the story, that's why I didn't expect it because I was like, he has no idea what I want. Um, but I guess my sister had given Michael the advice, very smart of her. She was like, Michael, Shannon will never decide. decide. She will. Mm-hmm. You need to push her. Um, it's funny though, because in that moment when when he um, proposed to me, like obviously, like I said, I was very emotional. But when I saw the ring, like he opened the box and I remember seeing the oval and that made me cry like even more because Aww. I was like, he knows me. He knows. Like he just, I felt like he just knew. And I never said it out loud. Like I never told him, but like he got exactly what I wanted. And I said to him later, I was like, Michael, how did you know? And he was like, I just saw the way your eyes lit up when you tried on the like the oval. And it's silly because obviously like it's so it's so much more than just like the ring, right? But like I just felt like he knew he just did everything in a way that I was like, wow, he just like really, really knows me. Like this is someone he like listens. He understands like he knows me like honestly better than I know myself. I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Um, And I just like needed that little push. So yeah, it was just everything about it was very special. I think there's like a two part to that question. A lot of baddies um, asked about the passport situation. So if this is your first time listening on Shannon's way home from Paris, she lost her passport and had to expedite a new passport in time for London. And so a lot of baddies were asking like, did you know this was going to happen? Is that why you needed the passport ASAP? Someone (laughs) asked, did Michael have a plan B in case your passport didn't come in in time? So I think, I think she just needed the passport because she needed it to go to London. Honestly. Yeah. I, like I truly just needed the passport because your girl had to be like, were you just not going to go to London? No. I mean, also like, again, like this, I never really like shared this on the pod because I didn't want it to come off as like, ooh, like I planned this trip. But like truly, like I planned this trip as like a thank you to my family, and then I go right. and lose my freaking passport. <laughs> like what a what a dumb bitch. <laughs> like I'm so, like I was like trying to do something nice, yeah. and then I'm like I lo- I lost my passport. So no, I truly wanted it because I was like, this is like the one thing I can do to say thank you to my family and. We might not even be able to do the trip now. So I was going to just be like, you guys go. Like, I don't deserve to go if it didn't come on on time. So that's why I needed the passport. Um, In terms of a plan B. um, So I'm sure he. Oh, yeah. I never I didn't tell you this. So there was like a bunch of different plans, I guess, that could have been potential. I guess one plan he had was doing in Miami last year for my birthday, which I thought would have been interesting. imagine if he did it in Miami but I think like he just wasn't like there yet like his um that's the other thing I think we I knew he wasn't gonna propose to me until like I knew it wasn't even in the cards until like his sister got married like she got right um she got engaged and then she got married last fall so we really wanted to like focus on her wedding and like her like big day and stuff and I knew that like Michael and I both were like no we're like we definitely don't want to like in any way take away from that so I was like I was a bridesmaid like he was the the man of honor for it um so I knew it wasn't gonna at all happen until like after um they got married which was perfect and then a few months later would have been Miami so I think he like wasn't fully ready by then his other idea was if we did that French Alps like skiing trip this winter I think that was like his original idea was doing it then 
Um, but obviously we're not doing that trip yeah. anymore. Um, and then when like the London thing came up, he was like, oh, perfect. perfect. Like we'll do, like I'll do it in London. He said that as soon as I brought up London, he was like, that's when I'm going to do it. Oh. If he hadn't, I wonder if he would have done like our Montreal trip that we have coming up. Ooh, you know what I mean? Like if that, Year's, I actually yeah. haven't asked him what his plan B was, but like maybe huh. that would have been it. Okay. So another question from the baddies was, did you have any requests that you communicated with Michael prior? Like, you want a private moment. You want your family thereafter. Did you want a photographer? Like, were you like, do not do it at a sporting event? Or oh my gosh, um, did you did you tell him you wanted it abroad? Like, did you have any requests? And if so, what were they? You know, it's funny. Like, I always like my whole life thought I wanted this like big, like dramatic, um, like in front of a lot of people, like proposal. Like, I saw like the. <laughs> The, like, flash mob proposals that you see, like, on TikTok where people are, like, in New York City and it's, like, a big, like, breakout, like, Broadway performance and the person, like, proposes. And I'm, like, that's what I want. Like, I want something like that, which is, like, so silly to think. I mean, it's not silly. If you want that, I think that's cool. Like, whatever you want. But um, that's what I thought I wanted. I honestly don't – I don't really know. Like, I knew I wanted, like, probably something, like, unique or, like, special, but – I definitely said I was like, I want like some like, like loved ones there afterwards, mm-hmm. like to celebrate with for sure. Whether that was like just family or if it was like family and like, obviously if we were home, like family and friends. So I knew I wanted that. Um, but other than that, like I didn't really have like requests. Like I always like would joke around about how I wanted to get engaged in like, you know, a Paris or something like that. So I think, I think he always knew that it was going to be something like a trip that we went on together. We love to travel together. I feel like that's something that is like a huge part of our relationship. So I think like the thought of like having like a special like time like that to reflect on, like in another country is definitely something we probably were always on the same page about. Um, and I think he knew about me. So he wanted to do something like that. Um, and he knows how much I love London, but I will say though, like him, like the idea, like basically the street that we went down, like he had done like a walk, like the day before, I guess by himself, like in all these different areas of London, he, he found like a space. It was, it was such a pretty area, like such a beautiful street, but not high, like heavily trafficked. And he picked that intentionally. I didn't really think about anything like that, but I will say I was so thankful that there wasn't anyone there just having that moment, like. There was like some ugly crying, like he was crying, <laughs> I was crying. We're like trying to kiss, but like cry, like it just wasn't like it's not like the movies. You're kind of like it's just so like raw and emotional. Like I don't think I would have wanted like a ton of people to see that. Like it was nice to have that little moment together. So I did. I liked that he did that. Okay. Another question that was frequently asked was, "Did Gail know?" Oh, this is a this is a. Hot topic. This is a hot topic. This is a hot topic. <laughs> and I have a confession. What? <laughs> so I sort of knew. Wait, what? I know. Wait, how did you know? You said you didn't when we. First I know. Said. I lied. I didn't want to. You lied. I didn't want to. I didn't want to. Wait, you literally looked at Mystery Man like shocked that he didn't tell. Wait, I have to know everything now. I wait, know. wait, okay. So to give some context, we okay. So we Facetimed. Gail and I like I told her <laughs> and she was like oh my gosh like you know was like freaking out but now that I think about it I'm like D- I don't know so <laughs> you were like oh. and then you the next thing you did like, you were talking to us you were really happy for us and the next thing you did was look at mystery man and be like did you know and he was like 
<laughs> yeah, like I knew and you were like, and you didn't tell me. Like I thought it was like a fight breaking out and I was like, oh my gosh. And Michael was like, wow, like you're a better friend than I thought <laughs> yeah, I you are. And like he, okay, and then he, he was like explain. raving about how great he was. Like, he didn't know. tell you. I wanted you guys oh. to have that moment. Okay. Like so I didn't. It wasn't, I wasn't going to do it the day of. I wasn't going to tell you guys I was sure that, that he would have told you. And then when he, and okay. then when that happened, I was like, I can't believe he didn't tell okay, you. Okay. Well, no, here's the thing. I knew. Okay. So every time Mr. Man and Michael and the boys go out for a boys night, oh. he comes home and I'm like, what do you got for me? What's the tea? Spill. I want to know everything. Oh, you try to take advantage of him when he's been drinking. <laughs> yeah. Oh like, my god. Of course. Everything. But not not about like pr- like a proposal. Just like in general. I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. Like, and obviously I he's know. like, nobody never tells me anything. Oh. He never tells me anything. And I'm like, seriously. Um. And so one night he comes home, and he okay. So basically, <laughs> he told me about the ring shopping okay and he told me when the ring was purchased so in my head he didn't tell me so mystery man knew every single detail he knew when the ring shopping was he knew when the ring was purchased he knew well the like date. the ring shopping like with him and i went because i feel like i was open about that i was like oh yeah we tried on rings like i didn't think it was a big deal i didn't know really you didn't tell me Oh, maybe I like didn't. You definitely didn't tell me because he told me and I was like, what? Oh, that's interesting. Um, And then so Mr. Man knew the date it was happening and he knew about Michael's family being flown out. But he didn't tell me any of that. Oh. The only thing that I knew is that a ring was purchased. And so in my head, I same to you. I was like, it's not going to happen. I was like, maybe it'll happen in London. But like to your point, like she planned the trip. Like, I don't know, like. And I was thinking like, oh, Christmas time. Like it'll definitely happen in December. Like that's what oh, I was like, I yeah, think it'll yeah. happen by the end of the year. I think it'll happen around like Christmas. Okay. So to a degree, it was a surprise, but I did know a tiny little bit. Okay. Okay. That, that makes <laughs> sense. But you didn't know it was like, for like when I no. FaceTimed you, you were like, oh, it happened. Yeah. But okay. and it's funny because we, Mr. Man and I were bopping around all day, Saturday day on Newberry Street. And we were out to lunch and he was like, being weird on his phone and he was texting Michael and I was like okay and like he was just being really weird and then come to find out like a couple hours later you guys FaceTime okay that makes that makes a lot more sense yeah that that is okay that's but I'm honestly glad like it was fun to know but it honestly gave me some anxiety anxiety yeah it definitely did um but I'm glad there was like a smidge of surprise because yeah i mean my my mom was like she was like freaking out she was like literally praying she was like not to like you know blab the secret like i feel like knowing it's like gives like the sense of i'll never forget it was like two years ago one of my really good friends nikki who actually just got married she i knew that her um now husband nick had bought her the ring i knew he was planning on proposing i didn't know when And one night we were like, we're out at the bar and I ran into them and she's like talking to me and she's like, you know, she, she had been drinking and she was like, like, I just want to be married so bad. Like, I love him. Like, sometimes I wonder like, like, you know, is it going to happen? When's it going to happen? Like, I'm so ready. And I remember sitting there. I couldn't even talk to her. Like, I looked at her and I was like, that's crazy. And I walked away. Like, I was just like so uncomfortable because I was like, Shannon, if you say even the wrong thing, you will never forgive yourself. It's terrifying. It is scary. So I, I 
t- totally understand. I re- we saw each other, the four of us, we went out, we were at Bocaria saying yeah. goodbye and it was the last time I was going to see you before you left. And I remember we were all standing outside waiting for our Ubers and we were like hugging goodbye. And I don't know what happened in me, but I get into the Uber and I started spiraling and I was like, did I say anything? Like I was like to miss you around like, I was- No, but I will say you were, now that I think back, like this, it's funny because like now, now I'm thinking about it and I'm like, oh, there were some like, weird things that happen like now that I'm thinking about it when we left like you did give me a really big hug and you're like oh my gosh like the next time I'm gonna see you is when you're back from London and my head I said that you yeah no which which, like I I wouldn't have thought anything of that but like now that I'm looking back I'm like oh because it was like that like I think but that was literally my like subconscious yeah exactly like because I asked, I was freaking out in the car and I was like, did I, I say thought you were just weird? being cute? Like, oh, like you, like you were going to miss me. You know me. me. I'm not cute. Yeah. I'm not emo- like, <laughs> that's not me. That's so funny. But I literally love that. That's uh, hilarious. I can't. Yeah. So there you go, baddies. I had an idea, but I didn't know the full scoop. Yeah. Um, no, I know. It's like, it is, it is interesting. Like the thought of like telling a lot of people versus I, I know people that like tell everyone and they're like just hoping that no one's gonna say anything. And it's like again, I think like however you want to do it is, is chill, like whatever. But yeah, I don't know. It was honestly very, very special, um, and I'm very, um, very thankful. I feel like the other question I got a lot of was how were my nails like so done, perfect. <laughs> and they like matched the like um, the band really well. Again, my sister, she is she's a genius. We we went to the nail salon because we were gonna get our nails done before London, which like I feel like is normal. Normal, yeah. And I was gonna get bright green chrome. No. Like what is first off, like why would I do that? Like in the middle. It's not even me. Not even me. I'm like, I'm gonna get like green chrome. And she like she I guess her and Michael were texting on the side and they were like, Oh, how do we like stop this? So Bianca looks at me and she's like, You're gonna wear like you're gonna have like bright green chrome nails in London for high tea. That's like, you know, not that classy. <laughs> but it worked. Because I looked at her and I was like, oh my gosh. Like, right. I guess, I, I guess so. like she hates it. Like I was like, all right. So I was like, okay, like maybe like, you know, I was like throwing out all these options and I was like, maybe gold. And she's like, yeah, like I feel like that's pretty chill. But she was just so casual about it. So anyways, respect for her. She did, she yeah, did a really good job. Yeah, to Bianca. I don't yeah. know. Ugh. I would not have been able to act normal because I feel like I just barely got by. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, she, I don't know, she she was pretty good at it, so. Okay, so a lot of other people asked about the ring, but we already went over that. Yeah. Um, I guess another question we got, which is so crazy, like it's literally been a minute. Do you have a date selected? Okay, so that, I guess, brings me to what I think is really, really interesting about this whole thing is, um, no, I don't have a date selected. Um, which honestly, I, it's not that crazy of a question. Cause I know no? some girls who would have like, you know, maybe already started looking at venues and maybe get, have gotten close to getting a date selected. Four days after. <laughs> maybe not. So maybe four days is a little soon, but I do know some girls who like right after like, all right, yeah. venues, like let's lock something in. Um, I don't have any of that. Um, I've I've talked about this on the podcast before, but like I've kind of talked a little bit about the anxiety. I think I do get some anxiety about planning a wedding um, because for those of you that know me, I'm I'm not the most like 
organized when it comes to but you're gonna life. have a wedding planner i know I, you just right. have to be like yes no even like the the initiative starting the process it does give me i think it does give me a little bit of like you know stress like okay i know how much goes into it and i don't even know where to start how to begin who to reach out to the timelines the flowers it's just it seems like a lot um i think one thing i told um, you know, again, like Michael knows me really well. He knows that this is something that makes me a little anxious. So he was like, when do you realistically want to start like thinking about planning? And he was like, he's like, do you think like the new year? And I was like, honestly, yes. Like that sounds nice to me. I really don't think I want to start like looking like aggressively for like venues and everything like that until the new year, at least. Like I kind of want to have some time during the holidays with friends and family, like downtime, chill time. And then January, February, I think starting that process would be good. I, I think that's super fair. I don't think you can go at whatever pace you want to go. Right. Yeah, Just, because I do think that there is that like, um, you know, a lot of people are like, all right, you get engaged, you get married within the year. And I think that's, I think that's great. And I, I have some friends who are just so, they're like, they could be wedding planners themselves. I'm like, you are amazing. Um, I just know myself and I know that if I tried to like, commit to that, I would stress myself out so much. And I'm like, you know what? I really want to like enjoy this process. I want to have fun with it. Um, so I don't want to like make it like, okay, it has to be within the year. Um, so yeah, it's not going to be like a 10 year engagement, but <laughs> that's kind of my vibe right now. And then it's like, I think about everything else too. Like, okay, you have to like try on a wedding dress. You have to pick a wedding dress. I don't know how I'm gonna pick a wedding dress. What if you pick the wedding dress and then like you hate it in six months? That's another fear of mine because you get them so far in advance. I'm like, yeah. how do I know if I'm still gonna like it? You have to like ask your bridesmaids to be bridesmaids, like, you know, the bridesmaids gifts. Like there's so many like layers to it. I'm like, I don't know. That's crazy. It's all fun it's, stuff it is, you're right. It'll be it's good. Fun. Just fun. do whatever feels right to you. Like there's no right or wrong answer. Yeah. Go at your pace. Just enjoy the moment for now. Yeah, I agree. Soak it all in. 100%. Um, and it's funny too, because I feel like the things that I thought I would care about a lot, I didn't end up caring about as much. Like, I will say like, it was really, really special that it happened in, in London and the ring was perfect. But I feel like in that moment when that happens and it's like the right person, I really don't think any of that like I didn't think about that I didn't even like I wanted to say yes I like forgot that there was like a ring in play just because I was just like so happy you know I just wanted to marry Michael and it's so funny because we've always joked on the podcast where I'm like oh yeah like you know it's all about the ring or like blah 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 like show me. like in that moment I really didn't care about the ring I was like it, it didn't matter it really didn't like I'm very very thankful for what I got but the ring didn't matter the location that we were in didn't matter like we could have been hanging out on a Friday night and I would have been happy. So that was like a pleasant surprise too, because I really feel like all those like extra things, like they're so sweet. And obviously like when people do them, it's, it's really nice, but like you really don't need it. Like all you need is just to make sure you're with the right person hmm. and you're good. So we didn't get the double proposal that we thought we would. <laughs> I used to have this joke where I was like, I want I want mystery man to propose to Gail and then Michael like right next to him to propose to me and we can have a double proposal. <laughs> you don't want that. And you, and you didn't want that, but I wanted no. it. That'd be so fun that we could have a wedding on the same day. Yeah, okay. That would be cute. Okay, oh yeah. No. 
No, you need to have your moment. I'm very happy for you. I love you guys dearly. Um, Is there anything we didn't touch on? I feel like majority of the questions were very repetitive that the baddie sent in. So I feel like we covered everything. But is there anything else? I feel like the biggest thing was like, did she know? Yeah. I feel like I saw that one the most. No. Um, Yeah. I mean, I guess the next step is just kind of like, yeah, I guess like wedding planning and, and everything like that. But the only other thing I wanted to say was this and I don't know if anyone is is feeling this way but I don't know Gail I guess I'll ask you what are like what are your thoughts Ooh. you've been in a long-term relationship too I feel like there's a lot of people who are in relationships and they they really want to get you know married they want to get proposed to it hasn't happened yet I know it can cause a lot of anxiety for um a lot of us girls and we're like when's he gonna ask me does he want to marry me like my friends are getting married like the ticking you know the internal clock um I guess, like, what do you recommend in terms of, like, you're with your partner and you don't really know where they're at? Like, would you, do you think having communication about that is good? Absolutely. I think if you are in a long-term relationship and you haven't even discussed the future, it might not be a good relationship to be in. I feel like you should be working towards a future together if you're in a relationship that you see potential with. And communication is everything. It really is. I mean, like, I'm not saying like go home to your boyfriend and be like, I want to get engaged tomorrow. But like, I think it's fine and realistic to just see where their head is at. Like timelines are okay. Like, is this going to be within the next, like what's our one year plan, five year plan? Like, do you see us getting engaged? Like when, like a year from now, two years? I don't think those are, wrong questions yeah i don't think i don't think that's wrong either and because you have to both be ready yeah like as much as the girl is ready like there's a lot of factors and variables that go in it so true. um yeah like i mean the guys have to save money like yeah. that's like give them some time but like also like you deserve um someone who's going to work towards that goal to give you what you deserve so yeah you won't know unless you ask yeah, that's that's really that's a really good point. And I agree with you. I think communicating is is big. I think it's um it can be like a little scary or not scary, but if you're dating someone and you've been together for a really long time and like you have a little bit of um that stress where you're like, you know, does does he want to do this? Like is he going to ever propose to me? Like it can be um a little nerve-wracking. So I don't think there's anything wrong about having like having a conversation about it and like you don't need to be like so do you plan on proposing to me within the next six months like I do think there's something special being being surprised yeah like in that moment I was just like I don't know it was it was nice being like fully surprised I think but um but I did know that one day Michael would propose to me like Mm -hmm. I knew that we had talked about we talked about getting married we talked about like what our weddings would look like our future um you know children one day the type of rings, everything. So I knew it was going to happen. I mean, I feel like sometimes just starting that conversation about it is, is a good thing. And I guess if you've been in a relationship for like years and he's like freaked out, if you bring that up, then that's something to, I guess, kind of note too. Like some people don't want to get married. So I think that it's never too early to like have a conversation about like where you're at, like what your goals are. Um, because there are, there are other people who are like, I have a friend that's like, I don't want to get married till I'm 35. They just don't want that. They're super focused on their career. And they just don't want to get married till they're 35. I mean, now that might change if they meet the right person, but um, everyone's different. And I feel like you're not getting, um, you're not getting proposed to yet. Doesn't 
necessarily mean like, oh, they don't, the person doesn't love you enough or they don't see a future with you. could be a million reasons. Like I just mentioned, we weren't going to do it until Michael's sister, after Michael's sister got married, um, Michael wanted to like save some money for a certain amount of time um, before like we did. Um, some people are, yeah, super focused on their careers. They have certain things they want to do before they do that. So um, I do think it's just like important to start the combo. Absolutely. Figure out where they're at. Same with kids. Oh, I think yeah. that's actually a big one. Like maybe, I don't know, maybe this is weird, but I, there are, there are a lot of people who don't want kids. So I feel like if I'm in, in a relationship, economy, I, I don't blame them. Yeah. true. <laughs> I feel like if I'm in a relationship with someone, um, like, st- like, I mean, maybe not on like, you know, the, the third date, but if you're <laughs> in a serious relationship, like understanding if you both want kids, I think is huge. Cause yeah. people that know they want kids, if you're with someone who like does not want kids like that could be a, uh, that could be a deal breaker for some people. Absolutely. And I know? feel like if you are similar in age to us, we're in our late twenties. I feel like when you're in your late twenties, you're dating to marry. You're not just dating just to date. So mm-hmm. asking those important questions and making sure you have the same values and beliefs and goals and wants in life is super important because you don't want to waste your time after yeah. you've all already fallen. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a really good point. But there was like a lot of, um, I don't want to say like uncomfortable conversations, but like somewhat uncomfortable conversations that Michael and I both had to have for like probably like a year or two. Um, even though we've been together for so long, there's just like a lot of things you don't really touch with when it comes to relationships. Like, yeah, like having children, um, like how you're going to raise your children, like, you know, religion, everything like that. It's, it is super important. So yeah. um, I think it's important to kind of get on the same page about it. Absolutely. Well, I'm really excited for this weekend. Tomorrow we have a girls' dinner at Coquette, and then we have Friendsgiving this weekend. That's why I wondered if you knew. Part of me was like, does she know? Because Gail had just mysteriously like planned this um, dinner with like all of the girls at Coquette, which is obviously a really nice restaurant. Coincidentally, like three days after I get back, I was like, so "Hmm, that's interesting. Not because it's like perfect. I I. Definitely think in the back of my head, I was like, let me just do this just well, because let me preface the boys are going to some silly basketball game tomorrow. So they were going to be busy anyways. So I was like, well, you and I are going to hang out regardless. Why not just like invite everyone? And if it does happen on this trip, then it'll be like the perfect yeah, the perfect like, scenario. I'm so excited. But I chose Coquette just because we tried to go to Coquette. Like, and the, then the boys were like, no. No, we couldn't get in because it was like, <gasps> yeah. oh, yeah, you want to eat at 945? And Ugh. I'm like, no. So that was like the last time I saw you was when we were trying to go to Coquette. So I was like, let's just go to Coquette. And I've never eaten there. So I'm excited. Oh, I'm so excited. And then, yeah, we have Friendsgiving on Saturday, which is going to be so fun. 40 like, people. We have 40 people coming. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Probably going to get kicked out of my building. Yeah. It'll, be, it'll be a journey. Yeah, and so trip. we have a lot to celebrate this yes. weekend. I'm very excited oh. to celebrate yes. you guys. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in. I'm sorry if you missed Drunk Deets. We figured we would just do this one a little bit different this time. But Yeah, you'll get your Drunk Deets next week. Um, if you guys liked what you heard, hit that subscribe button. Hit that subscribe button. Like, comment, subscribe, follow. <laughs> When's the last time we said that? Hit that subscri- subscribe Honestly, button. probably like two weeks ago when I was feeling okay. silly and goofy. Um, no, but really, follow us on Instagram. It's at drinksafterwork underscore. Follow us on TikTok. It's at drinksafterwork no underscore. And if you're a girl in the Boston area looking to make new friends, looking for fun things to do in the city, join our private Facebook group. It's linked in our IG bio, the Hoobie link. There's over 8,000 girls waiting to be your friend. All right, love, I love you guys. You so much. See you next week. Bye. Bye.